Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We have a very special guest for you today. He's an industry trailblazer, thought leader. He's been the moderator at the CMBA Innovators Conferences. He's extremely well respected for all that he does for the mortgage industry. Please help me welcome the amazing Paul Gigliotti. He is the COO of Pinnacle Home Loans, executive board member and co-founder of Access Lending. Paul, welcome to the show. Oh, Michael, my gosh, my head is going to be huge from that introduction. Thank <laughs> well, you very much. It is so good to have you. You and I have been trying to get this coordinated. We've had some <laughs> wonderful discussions, so I'm glad that it's worked out. Welcome to the show. And before we get in and start talking all things mortgage and access lending and everything, why don't we start with just kind of telling our listeners who maybe don't know you, tell us about your background and kind of how did you get into mortgage? Uh, well, so, um, you know, that's a great question. I fell, I slipped into mortgage. I fell into mortgage <laughs> as an originator, probably like every single other individual or maybe 90% of everybody else that's listening to this. Uh, somebody, you know, I had at the time I was, uh, in, uh, financial roles and a branch manager of a net branch back in the day. So that I just aged how long ago that was by saying net branch said, you are likable. People like you and you understand finance. People trust you sell mortgages. You'll make a ton of money. And I was like money. I was 23. I was like, uh, what's the time? You know, they throw me some figures and I was like, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to leave this <laughs> to balance budgets anymore. I am in. Um, and so that's what, that's what started me way back then. Fantastic. Well, so you're doing a lot of incredible things in the industry. I mentioned, you know, you've been a moderator at CMBA innovators. I think the world of everything that the California mortgage bankers associate has been doing and how they're trying to bring technology to the forefront but we're also doing some incredible things with access lending. Tell me about what is access lending? Why did you get involved there? How did that get started? Let's start there. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting story. Um, as I was saying, I fell into the industry, right? It's hard to break into our industry, Michael, you know, that it's, yep. uh, you know, it's never by, it's really never by choice or it's never like a thought of, I want to get into the lending industry. The mortgage industry is something that's interesting. How do I do that? And so I sat back and thought about um, how, you know, some of the statistics that I found 77% of um, the individuals employed in our industry are middle-aged white men. Um, and I started thinking about, you know, what would our industry look like as we're talking about technology and innovation if we really started going after individuals that um, wanted the opportunity to work in our industry, and we provided that, that opportunity based off of education as being the point of entry into the industry at entry level positions, right? So a lot of different components in that concept that helped bring about, you know, the idea and the innovation of Access Lending Academy, but its purpose is to bridge the DEI and education gap in, in the industry. Um, as a nonprofit, we provide this um, platform to learners for free. 
because we're really looking to provide them all the tools and all the abilities to level themselves up as a handout, not a handout. Well, and I love that. And I think it's so critical as we look, like you said, how you got in the industry, how I got in the industry. It was kind of by chance. We kind of stumbled into it. Back in the day, you and I didn't go to school to become a mortgage lender. We didn't go into to go to school and say, I'm going to go into mortgage technology. But it has provided the both of us incredible opportunities throughout our careers, from meeting some of the most wonderful people in the world to financial gains and goals to be able to add value to other people. You know, I mean, one of the biggest things is putting people into the dream of their home, their home of their dreams. Yeah. How powerful is that when you can make a living? So when we talk about education and diversity and bringing more people into the industry, how do you guys go about selecting individuals? How do they do they self-identify? How do they get awareness of programs like this? Because I so believe in the coaching, the mentoring, and giving people a chance to better themselves through this wonderful industry we call mortgage and mortgage tech. Yeah, so, and, and, and you know, to your point, Michael, really quickly before I answer that question, isn't it amazing that our industry is based off of opportunity? It's all about opportunity. We're opportunity, uh, you know, we provide opportunity of first-time homebuyers, homeownership, opportunity of wealth. And so if you sit back and think about, you know, it's time to open up the industry and be able to provide that opportunity to those diverse individuals that are looking for the hand up as opposed to a handout. Um, and, and so it, it, it aligns really nicely, right? Yep. Uh, and, and we're seeing, you know, through our program, um, which is, you know, it's, it, there are learners are in class four days a week, three hours a day. Um, you know, they've got midterms and projects and they get workbooks and they get a laptop that's powered with all the greatest technology. Um, Excellent. Yeah, exactly. Because we got to, we, you know, we have to make sure that these individuals are what we're looking for, what the industry needs, those innovative minds that are looking through, you know, looking at function and task through a different lens. Um, and so we, we provide these individuals with a really robust uh, wellness program, an Access 360 wellness program, as they're in school. And, and the purpose behind that is to ensure that not only are our learners being educated in our industry, but they're being educated on what to do with that education. That they're coming to the table with a whole self-approach and that they're, they're, aware, they're self-aware of who they are and how to create relationships and foster those relationships in that, and this is really key for our industry, that these individuals are understanding what it means to be healthy mind, body, and soul at work and at home. So we can start to look at integration of home and work as opposed to balance. Meaning you're- well, And I love that because so many times people try to preach balance and I'll probably offend somebody by making the statement, but I think anyone who has perfect balance, it's probably mediocrity, right? I mean, yeah. there's going to be times we're busy in the industry. In our industry, end of month is really busy. And so I'm right. a big believer in finding that rhythm 
And when you know and you have the wellness of how important having a personal life is and taking care of your kids and your significant others and using and being able to take advantage of the opportunities in the industry to do that, when you find that rhythm, it is rather magical. Great things happen and people can get home ownership. They can put their kids through school. They can give their kids opportunities. They can give back to their communities. So I'm a big believer. It's more about that rhythm. And I love that you're talking about holistically the whole person, not just trying to work 80 hours a week and not having any free time to enjoy your family and the fruits of the labor. But for me, it's that rhythm, not just necessarily balanced, like you said. Yeah, I love that. I, I often call that rhythm flow. Like you're in, and you feel that right when you're in that zone. And, um, you know, I personally think not to sound too cheesy, but I think that gives us the ability to really work with our passions and, you know, for technology within our industry and innovation within our industry. I think those two or technology being a tool of innovation supports that rhythm that yep. flow, because it drives for, you know, it's very purposeful. I had um, the great ability today to go to the mortgage bankers, um, Athens, Georgia association okay. uh, today. And Christy Moss at form free was talking about uh, the account check and passport. And I sat back and I started, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I love Form Free. I'm a, I'm a fanatic fan of Christy and Brent and the entire team over there uh, because they're looking at our industry and they're looking at what we have the ability to provide and they're looking at the technology and how that really can innovate our industry. And again, that's flow or rhythm right? Uh, that allows for you know, uh, newness, new ideas and creative ways, not creative in a bad way, uh, creative in a, in a good way right? Uh, of getting the loan through the uh, loan life cycle. Um, and in by no means is the technology um, or innovation or access learners meant to take somebody else's job. What it's there to do is really to create more of a connection of that uh, human to human interaction. Right? That is so, cr- I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I think one of the biggest problems in the industry is we've been so transaction focused, get the Smith filing, get the Smith file out, get the Jones filing, get the Jones file out. And unfortunately what people are losing sight of, it's about those relationships. It's about fostering a great relationship. If you can leverage technology so you can spend more time with the borrower and answer their questions and interact, so you can use technology, so you can coach and mentor your teammates so that they can grow and add more value, that's really what it's about. And that gets back to that flow and to that rhythm. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, and I hope I'm not going too deep, but when we talk about efficiencies, you know, we might go to sit back and say, with those efficiencies, we can lower cost. And with those costs as a lender, we can lower our margin by lowering those costs and then therefore be a little bit more aggressive in the marketplace or in the market space, right? Exactly. And then when we can do that, 
People can get a better rate. They can get into a, a different home. They can live in a different community. And let's talk a little bit about the diversity side, too, because I think diversity brings so many unique and different ideas to the table that, for the most part, the industry has been lacking for many years. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my uh, good friend, Ty Christensen, who's um, about to announce some big news with the Access Lending Academy, but we sit on a committee with the American Mortgage Diversity Council. We were just in a meeting today uh, putting some education uh, series together for the council. And uh, she got up this great point. You know, it's not, you know, it's not diversity. It's not about Noah's Ark, right? Don't please lenders and fintech companies and solution providers. Don't look at it as checking a box. 50% of my employees are diverse. I've got black employees. I've got Asian employees. I've got gay employees. I've got transgender. I'm good. I'm out. I'm done with that initiative. It's not that at all. Right. That component of looking for diverse individuals, the reason why that's important, not for just for a social level or an ESG level, but it's it's for the company's growth and for the individuals within the company's growth to sit back and 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 listen to somebody's um, different perspective on an idea or a concept or a function, and that different perspective comes from you know their diversity, right? Correct. Economic diversity or their religious background or where they were raised or their ethnicity. Um, you know, I can look at me as an individual and say my diversity led to the um, creation of Access Lending Academy, which is very innovative. Now, right. if I was a gay male, I wouldn't have created Access Lending Academy. And so that, that perspective on how do we get new fresh talent what is the point of entry for new fresh talent in our industry that's aging out only as a diverse individual only i would have the perspective of creating this company with this initiative of bridging the dni gap and the education gap so i see from a personal level how it you know and it's not about well because we need a, a gay person on our board or we need a gay person at this company it's just my experiences, which led to the fostering of this innovative company. Well, and I love how you're talking about it gives people a different and a fresh perspective. It improves and enhances culture when we embrace that diversity and that uniqueness that people bring to the table and to the discussion and to the ideas. That's innovative, right? It's not just technology that's innovative. It's the concepts. It's the ideas. It's how we embrace one another. Those are the things that are going to help move the industry forward. So let's talk. We've got a couple minutes, and you and I could probably talk for hours. So where do you kind of see the industry going? How does technology play a role in that you know, rates are rising, people are getting a little skittish, inflation, and there's a lot of stuff going on. Kind of how do you view the market as we move through the rest of 2020? Uh, I think the rest of 2020 is going to be hard for a lot of people. Um, and I think that what as, as business leaders and innovators in the industry, we've got to sit back and look in the look toward the 
the future, not in, but toward the future, and realize that this is a cycle and we'll be out of the cycle. But while we're in the cycle, let's innovate our process and procedure. And let's make sure that we're innovating with technology that makes sense for who we are as lenders, right? So don't overbuy that technology that you don't really need. Make sure that the technology is a fit for our size, our culture, our environment, and make sure that we're using it throughout the entire loan life cycle. And I think what will be key is if we remain focused on that initiative while we're supporting um, our cultures and environments within our organizations to be one that concentrates on, let's go back to grassroots a little bit, you know, right. let's look at core values and let's look at um, the individuals that are a part of our organization and make sure our core values are aligned with those individuals. I read a really interesting statistic, you know, so we're talking about 22. This brings us into the future a little bit more. By 2025, 75% of the employee workforce in our nation will be of the millennial generation. Wow. So the millennial generation, one of their biggest concerns is the company culture and environment and engagement in wellness or well-being and alignment with core values. We've got to embrace that as an industry right now. And as the, the industry is changing and as, you know, we're going through movement and a lot of companies are right sizing, now is the perfect time to look at what our foundation is within our environment and culture and realign with who is going to be our employee next. I love that. And I think it's so critical when rates are going up and inflation, people need to lean in. One of the biggest dangers is people pause. They panic. They get kind of paralyzed by not taking action. And really what I'm hearing you is saying, this is a perfect time to invest in your culture, to invest in your people. I love what you said about technology. The best technology is the one you'll use, right? You have to have technology that's going to have great user adoption. It's not the shiny object syndrome. It's not the coolest thing that 10 other lenders are using. It's what will help move your organization forward. What will enhance the lives of the people at your company that are using that technology? And how can that further your mission? Paul, we could talk forever. One of the things I want to make sure that people can, can get if they want to find out more about Axis, if they have people that they think would make great candidates for being students at Axis, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you and the team at Axis so that they can find out more? Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. And I'll add one more. If you're a lender, fintech company, or solution provider in the mortgage lending space, you know, also think about being a placement partner and hiring one of our graduates. Um, the best way to find us is uh, our website, accesslendingacademy.com. Uh, we're all over LinkedIn. Uh, my personal contact information is on the website, my emails, my cell phone. Uh, you know, it's a passion of mine. So you call me and you say access and you've got 100% of my intention. Um, and, and so I, I would love to share the stories and uh, solutions that we provide and some of the really unique products that we're bringing to market uh, to support companies' cultures um, in regards to wellness and DEI initiatives. Oh, 
Paul, thank you so much. You add so much insight. You're always looking to give back to the industry. So on behalf of all of us in the industry, thank you for everything that you do. I greatly appreciate you being a guest on this episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. That was great. Thank you very much.